You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Wealth Talk Podcast. You know, we got an amazing guest today. You know, someone I've known from, from a long time. You know, I've seen him working and just on the ball court. I've seen his work ethic and he just brought that into the real field. So we're going to get all into that. And you know, I want to welcome our guest, Jeffrey Esarifi. Hey, thank you, man. All right, appreciate thank you. It. I appreciate you coming through. You know, it's yeah, a blessing for sure, for you know, sure. for you to bless this podcast, you know, and contribute to your knowledge and, and, you know, the things that you've accomplished and gone through, you know, to where you are now. You know, but before we get there, I, you know, I'd like to go all the way back. You know, I want to go all the way back. Like, where were you born? Oh, you know, shit. what was life like growing up? That's a good. That's a really good question, you know. And like, I appreciate you obviously having me on your podcast today. I, I I consider it a blessing, and you know, I hope that I can contribute and add value. And you know, when I think about my journey in life, obviously, I grew up in Toronto, um, born and raised. Uh, first, we lived in Chalk Farm. Okay. So that's Jaden Wilson area. I kind of moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to elementary school there. Uh, we moved to West Road and Shepherd. So mm-hmm. I used to live in West Road and Towers. I mean, West Road and Shepherd at a building, West Road Towers. Yeah. And um, we were, I lived there from grade four to grade eight. Okay. So, so I was supposed to go to St. Basil's. Okay. And then we moved to Malton, actually. That's mm. when my parents finally bought real estate for the first time. Okay. Oh, Obviously, wow. as a child, I didn't understand. I just thought we were moving around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I so how old were you at that time? Uh, what, 13, 14? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're about to enter high school. Mm-hmm. So... I had to transition out of Toronto to Mississauga Peel region, so mm. I went to Ascension of Art. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. there for two years, and it was a great experience too because you know, obviously, when you look back, you're like, man, I had to make new friends, new environment, mm. and um, it was a good school ball wise. It was crazy, yeah, 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 yeah. just amazing experience ball wise. And mm. I did track, ball, soccer. Okay, athletics was a big thing for me. Nice, it nice, really, nice. really was growing up and. Um, from there, I ended up at DeVille. We yeah. moved again, obviously okay, real yeah, estate. Yeah. You're, you're, when I look back, now I understood what the steps they were taking, right? Mm-hmm. You start with a townhouse, mm-hmm. and then you grow, and you buy a detached house. Mm-hmm. And from there, I ended up in, in Brampton, mm-hmm. and I transitioned from Ascension in grade 10. In grade 11, I went to DeVille. Okay. And that's when I'm, I got to DeVille, played ball there, graduated nice. from there. Um, still in Brampton to this day, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, from DeVille, I went to Humber. Okay. So I ended up at Humber College, did a three-year program there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was electromechanical engineering. Okay. With a, a robotics and automation profile. And at the time, honestly, when I was taking the course, I didn't know how serious or how, I guess, important it would be 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And like how tech has gone into its, like, its own realm and become mm-hmm. this big thing, you know. I just thought it was cool. Yeah. And when I went into it, I thought it was cool. And it's a funny story. Um, 
I wasn't supposed to take that course. I was gonna take it with districts administration. Okay, it was like a one or two year course. I just wanted to get in so I could play ball. You okay, know, <laughs> play <laughs> ball and still take something yeah. easy. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, funny story. Like two weeks before school was supposed to start, not enough enrollees. So they had to cancel the program. Oh, okay. So I'm panicking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm like, shit. All right, let me see what I can do. And I seen something about robotics. And at the time, and my mom works at Magna. Okay. Right? So okay. that automotive, you know, uh, I guess like industrial, electro, like electromechanical mm. stuff. She's like, go into that and possibly you can get a scholarship. Oh, nice. So okay. I ended up getting an academic scholarship okay. for all three years at Humber. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because okay, okay. um, I went into an engineering program and they sponsored, um, I guess, kids of parents that work at Magna. So uh-huh. it's like a program. You just have to write an essay, keep a 75 average yeah. during school, and they'll give you a, a grant every year. So I ended up not having to take any OSAP during school. Oh, it's lucky you. Yeah, <laughs> you were left with that, you know, that after you know, every month they're sending you something, so you had nothing, no student debt. Oh, that's no, amazing. No, student debt. I, worked, I even worked during the summers too, so okay. that was a big deal. And, you know, all that discipline and, you know, obviously managing your money, mm. having a car, responsibilities. Mm. It was all, you know, preparing me for So you were managing your money from those times, from oh, early. Yeah, yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. Especially getting the grant and making sure like you have enough to cover all the expenses books you know when you take the three-year course especially the the, the engineering one you have labs and um, theory mm-hmm. so you have like double the course load mm-hmm. so even with that i wasn't able to you know really focus like i could play ball but i wasn't able to go varsity and like really focus because yeah. it was really difficult yeah. to manage that course load mm, okay it was a lot okay so it, that's kind of how it happened for me in terms of schooling okay okay so yeah so you were talking about um in terms of budgeting and all this kind of stuff because you know a lot of people don't learn that early you yeah, know so yeah, where yeah. did that come from honestly uh it's i i guess you know when you're when you don't have too much mm. you have to kind of like watch your money a little mm. bit closer so mm. for me I, I i was working retail I, I did i worked at mcdonald's i worked a lot of jobs okay. I, did, I did agency work yeah, so yeah. you know when you're really working for your money you're yeah. looking to get you know some value out of that you yeah. know some some positive gains and you know just a simple thing is like having your own car managing gas matching car insurance yeah is a is a a, a step into budgeting i think right yeah, yeah. and um being in school and trying to you know figure out your expenses cell phone you know the minor stuff mm-hmm. it's not nothing like mortgage or rent or anything mm-hmm. but it was still like a process mm-hmm. of gaining that experience and mm-hmm. it became more interesting as i got older for me mm-hmm. it seems like your your parents they set that in you from early like to be independent like they kind of threw you out there like okay go get a job work for your money yep. and then you gotta the money you earn you gotta do it all the stuff you want you gotta do it with that is that how it was yeah because i have you know I, I was in a bigger family so there's like five of us okay there's five kids obviously two parents mm. so it's not like everyone like they could you know provide yeah. like you know a supplement to everyone yeah, right yeah, yeah. so as you got older and you're able to work you kind of had to find your way to you know they'll help you along the way but mm. for the most part it was you know Go out there and try and you know, get and a make job it happen. and make yeah, it happen yeah, for yeah, yourself. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Because all those skills that you got from now, you know what I mean? And I know you're in the financial thing and we're going to get into that. But, yeah. you know, it's good to know the core. It's good to know, like, where where you got this, you know, this discipline. Like, where do you, where do you feel you got that from, like, the discipline? Honestly, my parents, for sure. My dad was a truck driver. My mom works in, at Magna, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
working on the punch press line like it's mm. 30 plus years so mm. you know i've seen them work really really hard and i think the turning point for me was when i went back home when i went back to ghana okay i was like yo we have too much opportunity okay here. talk about that experience uh so i went to ghana when i was like in grade one mm -hmm. and then i didn't go back till i was 24 so okay. over 20 plus years mm. of not going back and when i went back as an adult I was able to really soak in the experience and understand like, you know, the type of opportunity we have here. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there too. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of build something here, maybe utilize it to do something over there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, I can see why my parents came here to try and provide us those opportunities so mm -hmm. that, you know, we can ultimately be in a good position. Mm -hmm. But being out there, seeing my relatives, my distant, like, you know, mm -hmm. my deep, deep relatives, yeah, right? Like yeah. third, fourth cousins or mm -hmm. whatever it may be was a, it was a really opening experience, right? Mm. And my parents, you know, they've been able to build a home back there and yeah. like seeing that too is mm. like, wow, like man, mm. they're getting, they got so much from not that much of like, mm. you know, income, you know mm. what I mean? Like I felt like they stretched and built a lot of things that, yeah. I don't know, like I was like, I was kind of like amazed. Okay. To be honest. Okay. It was a surreal moment for me. So what did you say to yourself? Like, okay, I got to take oh. this to the next level or something like that. When I came <laughs> back, when I came back, man, my mindset was just different. Okay. Like, oh my God. Like I was like, okay. Like I felt like I wasn't using my energy and my time effectively. Mm. Definitely. My mindset wasn't the same. I started reading mm -hmm. and I was not an avid reader at mm -hmm. all. And mm -hmm. when I started reading and my mind started opening up, I was like, yeah. wow, okay. So now I got to be strategic about how I move. Yeah. I got to learn about certain vehicles on how to build wealth. Mm -hmm. I need to understand how the rules are played here so mm -hmm. that I can effectively be, you know, great at it or I could like excel. Okay. You know? So I just started like opening up and I started surrounding myself also with like-minded individuals mm -hmm. and then i started soaking in their information mm -hmm. and i felt like that's where we're getting the mastermind yeah that mastermind energy started coming yeah. and i was like okay mm -hmm. then every year after that and so basically i'm 33 now i i could say at 25 is when the the, the light went on okay okay but prior to that i was doing things but i was probably doing it at half the effort mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. So that Ghana trip, it, it turned on that switch. Yo. Right? Okay, so what opportunity, like what, of course, now you're reading, now you're, you're, you're connecting with all these people, right? Okay, so then what happened after that? Like, that was like, okay, this is like, you know, because obviously we're being guided yeah, all the yeah, time, yeah. you know, and we're, and we're channeling our energy, something, and then opportunities present themselves. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so now that you're this new being, I'm sure like something uh, presented itself to you and you're like, okay, like this is, this is for me or something like that. So a couple of things happened. Like I was already in the tech field, but mm -hmm. I wasn't in software development. Okay. So I transitioned my career wise to software development. Okay. And that's when I was able to utilize and see like where things are going, right? Mm -hmm. E-commerce, mm -hmm. the backend, like the backend software that was kind of lifting the, the world. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I, I transitioned my career into software development, um, went, incorporated okay. so i was able to work for myself so i can control my taxes mm. and then i also got licensed to do mutual funds and okay. life insurance okay so i became dual licensed in canada to do that in ontario particularly okay and that's when i started entering the financial coaching space mm. and you know in combination with that too i was also in a relationship planning my life milestones getting married yeah. you know all that things was all happening at the same time yeah, so yeah. It made sense to start to look at my finances differently because I was looking to make sure that I was secure yeah. and stable, right? Mm. Especially when you're going through those milestones and steps. So I felt like those things all happened at the right time because I was ready to accept 
those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe if it happened three years earlier, yeah. I wouldn't have been able mm-hmm. to really utilize them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. when that happened, I was like, okay, so then it just started going, you know, off. Like I would go to like, you know, tech st- like tech meetups and okay. network that way. My networking skills got a lot more better. Mm-hmm. Cause I used to party and do all yeah. these things yeah. and throw parties. Okay. And I think those are skills that I translated into a different like genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Cause that, it's social, you can go can communicate with people. I can, yeah, I can yeah. go up to anybody yeah, and, and yeah. strike a conversation yeah, yeah. and find commonalities. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously if you read like um, how to win friends and influence people, mm-hmm. it's really one of those foundational things that I read that helped me kind of navigate networking okay. and try to find, you know, even when working with clients, it's mm. all those different things started becoming um, a tool. Okay. An asset nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you talk about the books though, you know, and like you talk about uh, that, but what, what, what books, like share some oh, books, share right? books. Yeah. Why not? Cause you just mentioned a book. So you might yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Um, Napoleon Hill, uh, the laws of success. Okay. I'm taking that um, one in right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, Great book, um, Power of Habit. Mm. Power of Habit's a really good one I read early. And that book is the reason why I wake up early. Okay. And I built that habit uh-huh. to the point where like it's automatic. Like, okay. I really focused on that, mm. reading that book. Um, I recently read Grit. I don't remember the author right now, but that, that book was amazing. Mm. Um, Winning. Tom okay. Glover, I think his name is. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was yeah. the guy that trained Michael Jordan and Kobe. Okay, that nice. book was crazy. I just read that. And I'm, I don't have to read it again. It was yeah, so nice, good. nice. I'm currently reading um, Richest Man in Babylon. Okay, yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. a really good one. A lot of old school text, but mm-hmm. still, still tangible and good, yeah. good value there. Um, what else? Uh, relationships, uh, love languages. Okay, I read that book. Mm. Um, what else? I'm thinking of the good, like the ones that are like, wow, like ah, I was shocked. Uh, 10X by Grand Count Cardone. Mm-hmm. Those are those are a lot of recent ones I read. Um, which uh, there was the the one by that um, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, yeah, I read yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, Even yeah. the Black Choice. There's a there's a uh, Crimble. Okay. I think his name is he. Um, he wrote like a, a version of it. Yeah. And I read that one, and it was really good. Okay. And um, holy. Yeah, yo, you listed off a good amount, you know, so hopefully our, our people tuned in there, you know, they could go pick up some of those books, those And gems. they can hit me, because I, I share a lot of my books on um, on my Instagram, and nice. obviously all that, we can get into that later, of course, and of how course. to reach me, but yeah. definitely I'm always posting, like, gems and highlighting, and I think that's kind of how I retain the knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, right now, because you're talking about the knowledge and the books and stuff like that, and, you know, thanks again, because you're, you know, a wealth creator, you know, so you're... Oh, yeah, for sure, the Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate that, I appreciate that, and, you know, I know it was presented to you for a, a, a few years back and stuff like that. I guess maybe you, it was the right, you felt this year was the right time for you to get into it, but just t- talk about so far your experience, if you don't mind, just real quick. Oh, for yeah. sure, for okay. sure. Honestly, the map book has been amazing, like... For me, sometimes I struggle with um, like too much tunnel vision in certain areas where you neglect other areas of your life. Mm. And I feel like the map book constantly reminds you to like feed into all areas of yourself, mm. not just focus on building businesses mm. and, and money and, and like, you know, just the go, go, go yeah. that society kind of pushes. And, mm. you know, the laws in there and some of the things that you, you know, you, you know, you articulate in the book that allows you to focus on. Mm. Whether it's contributing, yeah. that's my favorite one actually. Yeah, 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 and course. doing something for yourself that's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's and like, I, like the contribution was, I think my favorite. Yeah, same here, same here. I yeah. definitely mm-hmm. dropped the ball on that yeah. a lot. So, okay. 
I feel like I've been blessed and given mm. a lot of resources. So when I give back, yeah. it just it feels even feels better. better. Yeah, feels yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, and that's a culture that we really want to get out there because we're all one. Like we're all connected. You know, mm. in this world, and you know, we ha- we we connect through energy. You know, we connect through vibration. Yep, right. Yep, yep. And you know, our our whole goal is to move each other to love. Like we want to bring each other together and move towards love. So. When you're contributing, you're that's kind of like what you're doing. You're sending on love to another, to another or to others. They're affecting it, you know. They're they're receiving that, and that energy just transfers to them, and they get that lift. You're giving that that boost, you know. And then what happens? It comes right back to you, you know, because that's how how it happens. And it comes in all different ways, all different ways, you know. So it's amazing that you're you know you're you're in tune with the program, and you know that's pretty much what we want to do. We really want to come come together and get everyone together because. Once we have that collective consciousness, then, you know, everyone wins, oh, yeah. you know, and that's what it's about, you know, and I know you're big on that as well with networking because, you know, I see you, you know, I always have different things with programs and I think you, you have like some network uh, marketing kind of opportunities that are mm-hmm. going on. So mm-hmm. you're networking something that you've been doing and that shows like the power of the people. Oh, yeah, you know, so yeah, I want yeah. you to go into that. Why is that of so much interest to you? I'm big on the community. You know, I feel like, you know, sometimes they're not provided all the resources and the information and mm. some of the conversations I have just through referrals and clients that I work with on my, in my coaching and um, they're always surprised on like why we're not educated on this mm. right and you know for me it's like it's in the books it's mm. all there mm. you just got to seek it mm. right and, and, and I think you know the more I'm sharing the knowledge I feel like the more value I bring wow. right yeah, yeah. and you know the skills and value that you bring ultimately comes back to you right mm-hmm. I think it's in um, uh, the laws of success it's like you know the 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 more people you help, the more monetary gain you get. Yeah, yeah. So it's if you chase the money, you're yeah. not gonna exactly. you're not gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. The way That's not where it comes from. Exactly. You yeah, gotta yeah. help as much yeah, people as yeah, possible yeah. get what they want exactly. or help them achieve something they want, mm-hmm. right? And you know, for me, it's always been like, and you're in real estate too. Like I try to prepare clients to get into real estate to mm-hmm. get into vehicles that allow them to play the game and mm-hmm. be able to win. Yes. Right. Ultimately, and. You know, economics and ma- macro and microeconomics is something I'm really interested in. Mm. So I feel like some, that's something I can share with them mm. to help give them a broader sense of what's going on. Mm. It's not just what's going on right now. It's like it's big. It's bigger. So when you have a little bit of like intel into that, it kind of helps you shape your decisions a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then when you have someone coaching you and, and guiding you, it mm-hmm. kind of gives you a little bit more confidence mm. and then from there it can grow yeah right? for sure that's very important because like even you know being in real estate you know there's so many clients that i meet you know they want a home they want to own a home but they're not in the position to yeah. right now yeah right and you know someone like yourself you know that's why we need you know people like yourself so i want you to go over you know, like different scenarios that you've encountered with clients you know and how you brought them along the way Right, because there could be some people that are tuned in right now and they want to own a home or they want maybe some investments or whatever. You know, like, give me a scenario where, like, you met people, they were here, and then how you brought them to here, you know, mm-hmm. just so people can get a good, better understanding, you oh, know? Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been doing this for about six years now, going on seven years. And in the beginning, it was. It was a little bit tricky because I was not that I was shy to talk to people about money, but I know money is emotional. Mm. So I had to be sensitive to that. So, you know, I made it I made it a thing when I, you know, have a, a, a conversation with a client or a potential referral. I try to make the space comfortable so that they feel they can share as best as they can and be transparent. Mm. So once I have all the data, 
whether it's around what are their goals around retirement? What are their go- do they have life insurance? Mm-hmm. Do they want life insurance? Mm-hmm. Do they have children? Do they have RSP funds? Mm-hmm. Um, do they budget? What's their budget look like? Are mm-hmm. they a surplus or are they negative? What's mm-hmm. their financial position? Are mm-hmm. they, you know, negative net worth or positive net worth? Mm-hmm. What are some of the assets they have? What are mm-hmm. the liabilities they have? Mm-hmm. We review all those things and then ultimately you come up with goals. And those goals, some of them might be long-term, short-term, right? Mm-hmm. So for short-term goals, I've had scenarios where clients meet me, you know, they're like, I want to buy a house. Or, I okay. want to get into real estate. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. How much do you want to put down? Mm-hmm. All right. I think, oh, they asked me, what's a good amount? And that number changes, like, uh, I feel every month to month. Oh, okay, it could okay, be okay. one number this month, another uh-huh. number next. But uh, one client in particular, I remember, um, you know, when I met her, she was looking to, you know, do something else. And it was not necessarily something that would help her potentially build wealth. Mm-hmm. And I felt like if I just, you know, tweaked her plan a little bit, it could direct her to what she ultimately wanted, okay. right? So she wanted to, I told her, you should get into real estate. I think real estate would help you get what you want. Yeah. I think she was looking to buy a vehicle or something. Okay. I'm like, if you get an asset mm-hmm. and let that asset buy the vehicle for you, ultimately, it will, it will bring you ahead. Instead of actually using your human capital and like the way your time and energy mm-hmm. to buy that asset, mm-hmm. right? So it took about three and a half years. Mm-hmm. We used RSPs, we used savings, mm-hmm. we were budgeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, she was able to position herself to get a real estate project. Yes. And then it closed. She's renting it out at a cash flow now. Mm-hmm. And okay. the cash flow now, ultimately, she was able to get the car. car. Okay. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 and yeah. I had another scenario uh, last year where I had clients that were able to leverage some of their pension okay. to get into real estate. So it's more of a diversification a little bit where they had some funds and stuff available to them where they could ultimately access and then they want to get into real estate they had the money but they needed extra to get to like a certain point mm-hmm. so they use i was able to help them leverage some of their pension to get mm-hmm. out to purchase the real estate okay so now they're able to get into their home and they still have their pension there mm-hmm. but now they have two assets working for them mm-hmm. not just one right mm-hmm. and you know as long as you understand how to access some of these things because yeah. No one teaches you how to access a Lira or, mm. you know, some type of DPSP program where these are programs where either the, the employer is contributing to it, but mm. there are different regulations around them that allows you to get access. But it's a little bit more technical, but there's a way to get it so that you could ultimately get what you want, you know? Okay. So I get what you're saying. Because like pensions, most people think they can't touch their pension until the after they retire and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're saying that they could get, they could get that depending on how it's set up and okay. depending if they potentially are leaving their position, maybe okay. they're leaving the organization, mm-hmm. they have the opportunity to move it. Oh. When it moves from one institution to another is where there's opportunity potentially to access some of the funds. Okay. So that's where I specialize in, mm. like moving assets from one institution to another mm. and facilitating that. Mm-hmm. And when I do, that's how I'm able to use my license to get them what they need. Oh, nice. Okay, so your license gives you access to, to, to we get all of those things to leverage these registered funds. Oh, okay. that's what it is. They're all registered funds. Liras. There's so many. L- What's Lira? Lira? What's Lira? So it's a locked in mm-hmm. retirement account. Okay. And then there's RRSPs, which yeah. is a reti- registered retirement savings plan. Mm-hmm. And then there's TFSAs, like, you know, tax mm-hmm. yeah. savings. And then there's DPSP, which is like, um, it's like profit sharing mm. for a particular company. And they'll, they'll every year make a contribution to that 
to that profit sharing. Mm. And typically you can't touch that to your 55. Okay. But I've had situations where clients, especially during the pandemic, yeah. um, they were in financial hardship. Mm-hmm. And financial hardship is a legitimate way to get access to your pension. Okay. It's a calculation that they do. And, you know, typically that calculation gets you not all of it, but a good amount. Okay. Yeah, good amount. And they do tax off of that. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a financial hardship and you need yeah. to get access, mm-hmm. I can help. Or even if you have, want real estate or no, that one's oh, real you can estate. You use it in real estate, but then eventually you're going to have to reconcile when you do your taxes. Kind of pay. Okay. But it's a way to make it happen. And we have to look at it, the pros and cons to getting access. Like, because mm-hmm. you know, when you take a lump sum out of your RSP, there's thresholds. Yeah. 10%, 20%, 30%. Mm-hmm. If you take over 5%, 5k it's uh 20% under 5k is 10% over okay. 15,000 is 30%. Okay. So we have to make sure that if you're going to pay this tax withholdings yeah. is it worth it to you, mm. right? And if we're going to do that and move it to an asset that will ultimately grow then maybe it makes sense. Okay. You get yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so yeah, 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 we yeah. don't want to just access it just because, yeah, right? Exactly, we want to exactly. make sure you're and if you're in financial hardship literally like you can't pay your bills and stuff mm-hmm. then Ultimately, it has to yeah, go to you have, that, to, go, right? have to use it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting. I like how I like how you're talking about financial uh, stuff. You know, obviously, you know that's a key part yeah. in, in the map book, right? But what you're just mentioning right now is very key because you know how you're you're talking about moving money around, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know that's something that you know like a lot of people aren't fully aware of, like you know, in terms of like just using money to make money. So mm-hmm. I want you to go deeper into that. Um, you know. Obviously, we can get into like stocks, yeah. options. Let's get into it. All those things where you know you're moving money into different companies, mm-hmm. and as long as you know those companies and how they perform historically, and you're confident in their products and their leadership in the business, mm-hmm. then you can invest your money into that. Obviously, watch the stock either grow or go down, mm-hmm. and as it goes up and down, depending on your time horizon. Mm-hmm. That is the thing that ultimately allows you to make money. Because mm-hmm. if you have a short time horizon, there's more risk. Mm-hmm. If you have a long term mm-hmm. horizon, it offers a, a, a way to make wealth that's a lot more easier because you're giving yourself the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes it's difficult because everybody wants to flip their money. Yeah. But I ultimately, from my experience, I've been investing probably for about ten years yeah. through obviously working as an employee and mm-hmm. being independently mm-hmm. contracted too. I've seen that as long as you let it sit there mm-hmm. and you contribute to it and don't yeah. touch it, mm-hmm. ultimately and plan correctly because you know I feel life happens and then ultimately you don't want to have to like just struggle even though you have money there. Mm-hmm. But if you put it in there knowing that you have an emergency fund and things yeah. in place, if you just let it sit, mm-hmm. when these downturn comes, you don't feel it because yeah. you've been investing for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's like it doesn't really move you emotionally. Mm. That's what happens, right? If anything, you start to buy more because yeah. you're like, I want to take advantage of this yeah. opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. that's how money moves. It, it moves from the patient to inpatient. I think mm. Warren Buffett said that. Yeah. Patient to inpatient. So go deeper into that. So, you know, typically people invest and mm. they want to return. And sometimes when the money starts to decrease a little bit, they look at that as a negative opportunity. And Mm. for people that are seasoned a little bit, they look at that as a positive opportunity. Mm. So, you know, stocks are literally just people that sell their stocks for a loss and then people will buy it at at that that particular price point. And for them, that might be a gain because Mm. it's a lot cheaper than what they originally bought it for. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like just um, investing in vehicles that will grow yeah right that has opportunity to grow and Mm. um 
So that's what you mean by patient because it, it's going to take some time. Is that what you mean by patient? And then impatience kind of like they want it right away. So they're looking for it to happen like right away and then cash out. But you're saying being patient, look for a company that has long-term growth or something like different thing and then, and then have it in there and just over time you're going to see it grow. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because, you know, ultimately we all know that like things are getting more and more expensive, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. it's like if you bought something 10 years ago, it's mm -hmm. never going to be that price again. Mm -hmm. So stocks are the same way. You buy it at that price point mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Ultimately, it's very unlikely it'll go back to that price mm -hmm. just because of how life is set up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Economically, like our money continues to get like depreciated and um, you have to find ways to keep up. Yeah. I don't know, inflation is a big conversation that I have with some of my clients and they're like, everything's getting so expensive, mm -hmm. gas, food, yeah. you know? Yeah. So if, you're not, if your money's not in anything that's keeping up with that, mm. you're just continually falling behind, Yeah. right? So I think for me, I just try to help set up clients in a way that's like, okay, have an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. And the ones I did during the pandemic were prepared, Okay. right? They're yeah. prepared uh -huh. three to six months. Uh -huh. Although the pandemic went a lot longer, yeah. the government did provide a little bit of stimulus yeah, with the, yeah, the yeah, serve yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. So if someone was set up a little bit correctly, they could have weathered the storm. Mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, I felt like my business got, you know, exponentially bigger because I had a lot of people calling me and reaching out to me to help plan out how to navigate the storm. Okay. Right? So... For me, the pandemic was like, wow, like my business grew yeah, yeah. significantly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was able to do Zoom calls and stuff mm -hmm. and that was a big thing and um, just even I went on a tangent, but back to the, the money thing, I think it's just just being patient, mm -hmm. giving yourself, you know, time to build your wealth, yeah. right? Because, you know, I always tell people like, even if you have a million dollars in your, your trading account or your investments, RSPC, yeah. it probably started with just a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Just added to it, mm -hmm. contributed to it over time, mm -hmm. and then you let it do what it was supposed to do, yeah. right? You didn't go to it and like pick the, the, the fruits too early. Yeah. See, but, but that's easy for you to see because you've been doing it for 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. But now we see right now inflation, like you said, all this stuff that's going on. What about a person who's in right now looking at the situation like, oh, God, like, I want to put money in, but how long do I got to wait? Like, I need, <laughs> I need now. So, like, I'm sure you have people that come to you like that. So, what do you say in that case? Um, typically I look at their goals first. Like, mm -hmm. what are you trying to obtain with this money? What is the purpose for okay. this money? Right. Mm -hmm. If you tell me like mm -hmm. I needed to buy a car or I needed yeah. to start a business mm -hmm. or I needed to buy real estate mm -hmm. or I'm, I needed to travel, you know, yeah. some of those things, it's like maybe literally just saving cash cause it's a short term thing mm -hmm. might be the most safest route for you. Mm -hmm. Cause if you don't give your, cause the minute you put it into the market, yeah. you have to understand this volatility and yeah. If you put it in today, tomorrow it could be down $10, $15 mm -hmm. or whatever per mm -hmm. share. And if you're not okay with that, mm -hmm. sticking with cash is probably best for you. Yeah. But if you tell me, okay, I'm, I understand that I'm, I don't have much right now. I'm, I'm going to give myself five years. Yeah. All right, cool. So then a lot of vehicles that you invest in five-year terms, yeah. they do very well. They usually... You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Top Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the mind assistance program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness 
on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. We allow for less probability of loss. Mm -hmm. And I've, I, there's a chart out there where I believe in the first year there's like a, I don't know, maybe like 80%. I only want to get quoted on it. But mm -hmm. as the years go on, it mm -hmm. trickles downwards. And then after 10 years, I believe it's like a less than 1% chance that you would actually see a loss. Okay. In your investment, okay, right? Okay. So that's why everyone always preaching long-term investment. Yeah, long-term long investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it really makes it so the risk gradually goes down year after year mm -hmm. in terms of like in the moment you need the money, mm -hmm. it will not be at a loss. Okay. And I always tell clients that a loss is only realized once you sell. Mm -hmm. So once you put it in the market, it's mm -hmm. not actually at a loss. It's yeah. just today's market is not yesterday's market. Yeah, yeah, yesterday's yeah, market is exactly. not today. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just tell clients to remind themselves constantly that if, you're, if your account's at a negative, it's not necessarily realized. So you haven't lost any money, mm -hmm. technically. Yeah. Unless you sell it. Unless yeah, exactly. you execute yeah, yeah, the yeah, sale. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and I think emotionally, like mm -hmm. I said, it's yeah. hard to look at your account at yeah. a negative yeah. and not want to do something exactly, about it. Exactly. I always tell them, don't log in. Yeah. <laughs> if your money's at a loss, either add money to the position because you bought it at a position that you believed would grow. So yeah. if it's at a loss, technically yeah. it's on sale. Yeah. So if you buy more... Yeah then technically it'll run down your, um, your position mm -hmm. to a cheaper amount. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, once it recovers, mm -hmm. it would have made you more money. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of what I try to educate. A lot of it is just education. Like they call and they're like, I want to sell or I, mm -hmm. I don't like what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then I have to try to provide that calming. Like, mm -hmm. remember our goals. Like, patience, this is what we patience. wanted to do. Yeah, 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 you yeah. said you wanted to do this. Uh -huh. Right now, this vehicle is going to get you there. Right mm -hmm. now, it doesn't look like it. But mm -hmm. trust me, I've been mm -hmm. doing this a long time. Mm -hmm. You just got to stick the course. Okay. Yeah. So right now, with your, with your investment, because, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're obviously well-versed in it. Like, you know, how do you invest? Like, what do you, how do you break it down for yourself? Like, what are your interests in terms oh, of I love In terms of investing, mm -hmm. I obviously started with just mutual funds. Okay. Was, mutual funds was like my first introduction to investing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get a full-time job with a salary, they mm -hmm. offer you like benefits. And when yeah. you get the benefits, you get this like pamphlet or booklet and they're like, okay, are you going to invest 2% of your salary, 1%? Mm -hmm. And you're like looking at it like, okay. And there's all these like different options and like target date yeah. and all these things. And anyone that's had that, that book given to them, it's mm -hmm. either with one of the, like the financial institutions where they are like, uh, the company that you work for mm -hmm. is like um, in tandem with them. Okay. So every time you get paid, they take a deduction for your retirement, okay. right? So that was my introduction to investing. Mm -hmm. And I, I asked a lot of questions. And at the time I was working with someone, they've been in the company for 40 years. So they're mm -hmm. kind of like mentoring me. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you have to do this. Oh, okay. Sometimes people get that option yeah. and they look at their check and they're like, well, I don't want my check to go down. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm like, well, if they're matching, mm -hmm. then you're getting free money too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. And that yeah, money okay, comes yeah, with you yeah, when you yeah, leave. Yeah, 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 so yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, okay. So that made sense. And then I, I kept doing that. And I was like, and when I left the company, I was like, whoa, I have like an extra 10, 15. Okay, oh, that's, okay. a, that's a good, that's good. Okay. And I can use that to buy a house too. Oh, right? nice. So I was like, okay, that's yeah. smart. So then the light went off and I was mm. like, okay, so let me do that. And then I started investing in stocks. Okay. That's what I did in my TFSA account. Mm -hmm. And you know, one thing that I always realized is that, and I come across this a lot, a lot of people underutilize their TFSA account. Mm. They use it as a regular savings account where they put money in, take it out, put money yeah, in, yeah. take it out. And that's like one of the best vehicles and one of the only 
minimal vehicles where you can actually put money in, make money on it, and not have to pay the government. Okay. There's not that many. Maybe real estate because when you sell your principal home, yeah. you don't have to pay taxes. Exactly, yeah. But other than that, in a TFSA, I don't know where else you cannot have to pay capital gains or, or dividend. Like, you know what I mean? Like You have to pay the piper, the tax yeah. guy. So to be honest with you, like even at the tax-free savings account, I have it there, but I'm not as like, well-versed in understanding mm. with you what, what that is. So like, you know, go oh, deeper into that. Like, that's, it's, it's, it, you could put 80, up to 80, $81,500 right now. So what happens is it increases 5,000 every year. Mm -hmm. Depending on the government that's in power, it can even sometimes change to 10 or six. Mm -hmm. When the conservatives are in power, I mm -hmm. believe it was at six one year. It might've been 10 one year. Okay. But now it's five and a half, I believe, 5,500. 5, so you can put it at a time? That, no, that they increased the limit. Okay. So right now it's at 81,500. So 81,000, okay. If you had 80K 5, right now, you could literally put that in that account okay. right now. All right. And you can invest in mutual funds, stocks. Uh -huh. You can't do options. Uh -huh. And they but don't you, tax you on it? No. Okay. So if you put that 80K today yeah. in a vehicle that, in an investment that you knew would double and mm. it went from 80 to 160, mm. you wouldn't pay no taxes. Okay. So, but you're using, okay, is it because it's coming out of that account? Is that why? Yeah, because that, that account is like the shelter that has its own rules. Oh, okay. just like the TFS, Just like the RSP account. Mm. So they purposely know that it's tax free. So any money interest earned in that account mm -hmm. has nothing to do with the government and your income and, and, and CRA or nothing. Mm. It's just you have a limit in there, you put it in, and you can make money off of mm. it. And what's the, what's the interest that you get? On, on it that depends thing? what vehicle you use. Okay. So you can use a mutual fund, you can use stocks. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you can put it in different. Okay, okay. So you can buy. Uh -huh. I'm not gonna say any companies in particular, but you yeah. can buy companies, mm. invest in those stocks. Mm. You can even get dividends off those stocks mm. into the TFSA, mm. and that money's all yours. Mm. So if you put it into one stock that you just have a feeling about and you've done your research, yeah. you put 80k on it, yeah. and for some reason on Monday or Tuesday it's worth 160. Yeah. It doubled. Yeah. That's all yours. Okay, and that's oh, that, that's in your account. That's in your account. Okay, you can take it out, put it in, take it out. Mm. What I find is a lot of clients use it as like an emergency account, mm -hmm. where mm. they put money in there, and you know, obviously the finance, the big five, they don't mm. educate clients that don't have a high net worth on like how to utilize that account. Mm -hmm. But it's one of the best accounts to utilize when you're just wanting to get access to an account that won't get taxed mm. or don't doesn't have very limited or sorry very minimal um, uh, regulated around it. Like it's just, you put it in, as long as you don't put more than 81,500, mm -hmm. you're good. Mm -hmm. And then every year after that, you can just keep adding 5,000. But, but when, when you're getting stuff, um, the interest on stuff, like mm -hmm. it's the institution that you're with that, that gives you the options of what you could put it in, mm -hmm. or you could put it in whatever you want. Well, the, depending what institution you're with, right? You can be with like the independents, like I don't know, the Quest Trades or yeah. IBKR, or okay. maybe like the Big Five. You can have their direct investing like platform, RBC, okay. wherever you want to use. Mm -hmm. And you just make sure that the money that you put into the TFSA allows you to get access to buy securities. Mm -hmm. You can't just have it as a regular savings account getting 0.0005%. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that's what I run into a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let's change that right away. Let's start getting that money invested so yeah. we can grow. Yeah. And then we can use, once you've maxed out your TFSA, mm -hmm. depending on who you are, like if, Typically, if you're an employee that has a lot of, like your salary's high in mm -hmm. the six figures, mm -hmm. you're typically getting taxed more. Mm -hmm. So you want to utilize the RSP to use as a tax deduction mm -hmm. so that you can potentially get more return. And then as a, I, I would find someone that has like um, an incorporation that's like, um, has the ability to control their taxes. Mm -hmm. I would, I would um, 
invest in the TFSA first mm. and maximize that. Even in both scenarios, I might max out the TFSA first just because of the freedom it has mm -hmm. versus the RSP where if you put it in and you don't use it for a house, typically you would get tax withholdings and they'll add it to your income at the, t at the end of the mm. year. So there's so many other things that go on with that decision versus yeah. the TFSA where it's like I put it in, I invest in Amazon, Google, whatever I want, yeah. and it grows or yeah. it doubles. That all that money's mine. Yeah, okay, yeah. see that? That's a, see that? Those are the gems on the wall. <laughs> yo. It's serious, real. man. Yeah, yeah, yo. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's like you're leveraging. You're leveraging. You're putting in because you have your your different accounts, but in the other account, you know, you you know, you can't. You don't have the same thing. Like when you you made it make sense to me because it said it has its own rules. This, this account has its own rules. Yeah. So when you go in this, this account, you know, it's not like you, you could use it kind of like your other account, but mm -hmm. because it's an attached free savings account, as you're going, you're putting, uh, investing in whatever, mm -hmm. all the money that's made on it, it's like yours. is yours. Mm -hmm. So, okay. But what about real estate? Can you, you can't really use a tax free yet? Well, I think they just brought out a thing about that where the... Oh, they're going to allow people to use it now because so they have the option. You right? can use the TFSA to buy whatever you want. You can take the money and go buy real estate if you want, yeah. as is right now. Yeah, but, but then it's out of the account. Is that yeah, what it you're is? Taking, okay, you're okay. selling your positions okay, okay. and you're taking your profits okay. and you're leaving okay, with yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah. I, I help clients use the TFSA to buy real estate too. Like mm. Whatever account access they have, we mm. try to leverage all of that. Mm. But um, typically, I think... What's happening now is the government is uh, the federal government, right? They're coming mm -hmm. up with like a 40k account that's going to be a tax-free only for real estate. Okay. So it's a real estate tax-free. Okay. So you have a normal tax-free and a mm -hmm. real estate tax-free. Mm -hmm. So combined, you're looking mm -hmm. at a hundred. Well, no, I lied. One hundred twenty thousand dollars that you could potentially invest and grow mm -hmm. to use to buy real estate. Mm -hmm. So I could see how the government is slowly trying to give us the tools and resources to keep up with these. The prices, crazy yeah, prices, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, ultimately yeah. their goal too, not for it to typically like just. Mm -hmm. Of course, no, they don't they, want that. They want to kind of keep of it course, on yeah. a steady level. They, they have right? to. At the end of the day, they have to because there's so much people that are migrating into this country, and everybody, of course, wants a home and wants these things. So they gotta put things in place, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, but yeah, mm -hmm. thanks for making more sense out of that. Nah, no problem. I love it. It's it's you know I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. I really really do. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. No, that's what I'm saying because it's there. Like to be honest with you, like I'll throw one two in there. But I'm not using it to be real. Like I'm not really using it, you know. Mm. So now that I said, okay, yeah, you could go. Um, but the one that I I have is with my institutional bank. But I think it sounds like it's better to go with the, like the trading platforms and use their TFS. Yeah, usually their fees are a little bit less too. Okay. Um, in terms of like just buying and selling mm -hmm. securities mm -hmm. and stocks. Um, I find the institution depending on how active you are. If you're a trader, trader, I think the institutions are okay. Mm -hmm. But if you're just not like actively trading like mm -hmm. that, maybe mm -hmm. you want to try the other platforms because it might be more cost efficient mm -hmm. for you because there is a fee to buy these stocks and stuff, right? Okay. So the, the, the independents are a little bit cheaper okay. per share because, you know, you can buy a hundred at a time, you can buy five at a time, you can buy one at a time, or you can buy fractions. Mm -hmm. So it depends what your plan is. How often are you going to be investing into that account? Is it on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly basis? Mm. And if so, then we can find the right product that fits or the right institution that works for you. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And then how else can you access funds? Because I heard like even like whole insurance or something like that, you could you get whole money out of there as well. Yeah, there's, there's, it depends. Like for me, I, I guess the way that I operate, especially on the life insurance side mm -hmm. of things, is I typically have clients 
buy term and then invest the difference and okay. use the difference to put into whether it's TFSAs or, okay. or non-registered accounts. Because I find whole life or universal, typically I find those are for more, um, I would say established, maybe higher net worth clients that have maximized all their other asset okay. opportunities, whether it's the TFSAs, RSPs, mm -hmm. they have no more room anywhere. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, what's the next vehicle oh, I can okay. use? Because they all cap at certain numbers. Yeah, okay. they're all cap. Okay. So okay. it's like, you can only invest so much into your RSP mm -hmm. at a given year, because you have your contribution, yeah. room, which you get yeah. in your notice of assessment. Yeah. And then you have your TFSA, which I said is only 80K. So some mm -hmm. people max that out every mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, what else can I use? And then insurance is another way to do so where mm -hmm. you can have the investment within the life and policy. Mm -hmm. But I find with average clients that I work with, the premiums might be a little bit too expensive. Okay. But if the client can afford it and mm -hmm. that's something that they're interested in, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a way to also leverage um, money that you can pass down okay. and, and utilize that tool too. Okay, so talk about the insurance, you know, because that's that's key, you know. Obviously, like when you get married and stuff like that, and you have family, that's when you start thinking that, like, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, I want you to go deeper into that uh, why it's important, because you know, this is a well top podcast, you know. And um, I heard, um, you know, Bob Proctor. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, I was, yeah. I was hearing one of his speeches. He said, "Oh, first thing you want to do, go get life insurance." That's <laughs> what he was saying. So I don't know. Talk more about that. You know, why is it important? Like, you know, how does uh, attribute to financial wealth and you know financial wellness? Um, it's really important because you know. It's, it's one of those things where you think you don't need it until mm -hmm. it actually happens because mm -hmm. we feel invincible when we're young, mm -hmm. right? And the thing about life insurance is it's always cheaper when you get it younger. Mm -hmm. So I got mine in my mid-20s and mm -hmm. I've, had poly I've had it for a good amount of years now. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't realize that obviously you have life insurance at work, yeah. but typically it's only one year's salary. Mm -hmm. And if your salary is not that high, mm -hmm. with the way that funeral costs are, you know, if you have children and you have a mortgage or you have all these responsibilities, mm -hmm. Your spouse is depending on your income. Yeah. So that's why the life insurance typically you're supposed to have ten times your income so mm -hmm. that it could supplement your family in the event you're not there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Because your household depends on your income. And mm -hmm. without your income, your household would be unstable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. stability is what life insurance provides. Yeah. And it provides a little bit of security in the fact that in the event you're not here, your family's um, obligations and expenses would be covered in excess mm -hmm. to the fact that maybe they could even invest some of the life insurance to pay them an income mm -hmm. to replace your income mm -hmm. in the event you're not here. Okay, okay. Um, and it's really important to get it young. Mm -hmm. Like, I know it's hard to wrap our, our mind around it, mm -hmm. but typically you want to get it young because mm -hmm. it's cheaper, it's based on your health, mm -hmm. they do physicals for life insurance too yeah. if you'd like. And those are the ones that you're able to get a, a lower premium because mm -hmm. if you're young and strong and you're active, yeah. your policy premium will be low and you can keep it low for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And then you can build your wealth as you have this policy because when you're in your 25 to let's say 45, mm -hmm. you're probably taking on more debt, yeah. more responsibilities. You have growing children. Yeah. So you need a high policy mm -hmm. to cover all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I find as you get older, even for myself, like my mom and dad are more self-sufficient. I don't need them to like manage me or mm -hmm. take care of me. So mm -hmm. they should focus on their retirement and have enough insurance to cover whether it's funeral costs and mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. and other assets that might need to be transferred and covered because mm -hmm. estate planning is a very important thing that life insurance mm -hmm. also supplements too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with insurance though, insurance is like a, a lot of different things. You primarily are more in life insurance or because like, I know insurance goes oh, yeah, a yeah, whole lot of ways. Like we had a Dwayne on here, she's talking all different kinds oh, yeah, of she's a, Yeah, she's amazing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we had yeah, a great yeah. conversation before. And also life insurance, there's disability insurance, mm -hmm. critical illness, mm -hmm. 
there's um, um, business insurance in terms mm-hmm. of like um, like if you have a like a partnership and one person is not there, yeah. how that would work and mm. what money would be paid out to like you know the other person stuff like that. Oh, okay, like um, I forget what it's called. I have to. I forget the name, but yeah. there's that. There's even travel insurance, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Liability, like for, I know when we're doing events back in the day, we have to get insurance for the place. Like yeah, a uh, even errors and admission insurance for myself. Like, mm. I, I don't know if real estate agents have that, but if you make a mistake or something and like there's some like kind of like, you know, disgruntled, um, like uh, disgruntled uh Well, that happens a lot in real estate, but I don't, I'm not sure about the insurance part. Uh, I gotta look into that. To kind of protect you in yeah, case like, they come Because you're dealing with right? big money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're messing with someone's pension and you're not, you're not being transparent, you're not following all the guidelines and mm. you, know your, you know your client, guide, like there's all these things you have to follow. Mm. If you don't do that correctly, um, they can come after you for damages and stuff. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to have something called errors and admission insurance. Mm. Um, but primarily for me, I do a lot of disability health insurance, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Health insurance is a big thing. But for me, I do a lot of like uh, health and dental, life, mm-hmm. and sometimes disability. Because okay. disabilities, typically people go for critical, but I, I value disability more than critical. Mm. Especially living in Canada, I feel like there's a lot of social like aspects that the government provides to kind of bridge mm. people that are in need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel disability is where, you, like, I'm a, I'm, I type. Yeah. So my hands, I, they're very valuable to yeah, me. Exactly. So I, I, I insured my hands. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you know okay, what I mean? Because okay, okay. if I couldn't type anymore, okay. I probably couldn't make any more money because mm. it'd be difficult to do my job because I work at software development. Oh, also. wow. So that's kind of the thought process. If maybe... I don't know if you're a dancer. Yeah. Your legs. Yeah. Right? Okay, so, so uh, okay, that's interesting. Disability. So, yeah, yeah. Right? So your your hands, if you're using your hands or your whatever you're using, so what you add it to your policy or something like that? So like disability insurance would cover that based on your okay. occupation. Right? So mm-hmm. whatever occupation you have has different premiums and guidelines. Mm-hmm. And ultimately you'd want to replace your gross income yeah. with disability insurance. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're independent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you're an employee, there's probably a disability policy within, within your, your company. Okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I find as incorporated individuals and more mm-hmm. independent contractors, mm-hmm. which is where the world is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah shifting that way you, for sure. You make a better income, yeah. but you forget that because you're not paying all these little things that the, gar- the, the company used to do for you, yeah. you neglect them. Mm-hmm. And then now you have to do it on your own and you see the price point, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> like, exactly. But it's part of it. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm, so um, that's what I, I try to educate clients on, like okay. making sure you have those things in place. Okay, yeah. So it's not just the, the financial thing. It's also, okay, how do you protect yourself as well? You know, so you, you give the, the whole picture, you know, for, for all of them. I, I think for me, I speak a lot about retirement with clients, even young clients. Mm-hmm. I have clients that are as young as 20 and mm-hmm. some as old as 65. So mm-hmm. I deal with the, so many ranges of, um, I guess, life. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I find with the younger ones, I try to give them a little bit of the experience that I had and mm-hmm. like how I would have done it better or put things more in place mm-hmm. to p- p- put myself in a good position. Mm-hmm. And um, for the, the, my older clients, they give me wisdom on how to manage and you know, fam- like oh, personal nice. stuff and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, man, as I look back, I, w- I want to done this, this, this a little bit differently. And you know, some clients have great assets and things are like, yeah, I'd stick the course, mm-hmm. keep building, mm-hmm. keep doing this. And ultimately it'll mm-hmm. give you what you want. And, you get a little bit of wisdom that way. Yeah, and you probably see the transition. Like that's something that you see often, right? So you see where where they were and then where they where they are now and stuff like that. Oh, that yeah, must give you a lot of pride too. You must, oh, that's a, contribution right there. It's a beautiful thing when you nice. see a client that I met 
that was in a certain position and now let's say they paid off all their consumer debt they were mm. able to save more invest mm. more mm. Like, i get super excited about that and they even get surprised how excited i am right. but like <laughs> it's just a good feeling yeah, 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 to yeah. see the progression mm. right because you work year after year and you're, you're just trying to get to this goal and when yeah. you reach it you're like Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. it. Yeah, exactly. Then you believe you could do more, right? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about working, though. I want to go into that, too, because that's something uh, with you that stands out with me. <laughs> the work? I, I see your work ethic, yeah. man. It's serious. And like you said, like every day, you know, I see on your Instagram at the gym oh, early in the man. morning. You know, so where did this come from? Where did this kind of work ethic? I know back, back in the day, we played ball, you know, yeah, Coach yeah, Zaf yeah, and Charlotte yeah, yeah. Zaf. I mean, <laughs> you know, he made, he made us work All extra summer. hard. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like boom cat, you know, but... You will have that in you, like yeah. you know. So talk more about that, man. Honestly, when I think about it, I just it's. I feel like I have energy. Mm. I have a lot of energy. I don't know. I, I and, and I think I just try to use that energy as as best as I can mm. and get the most mm. out of the day. Um, you know, I read somewhere CEOs wake up at like five a.m. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, okay, so if they. They're waking up at 5 a.m. What time am I waking mm. up? I'm not even, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. at that point. I was like, okay, so I need to start waking up early. Mm. And when I did that is when I realized, wow, this is the advantage. Because mm. if I'm up at 5, I go to the gym, I'm done. By 6, I can have breakfast, read a book. Yeah. It might even be 7, 7.30. Yeah. I can even start doing, like, client follow-ups mm. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. All before I even even start my, my, um, my IT job. And... That alone just gives me a head start in Wow. Like, yeah, waking yeah, up yeah, early, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is probably the, 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 the hidden secret, to mm. be honest. I really, really believe it because I can see how much I get out of my day. Yeah. Because then, even in the evening when I'm doing my client appointments, yeah. I get all these appointments done. I'm prepared because I did it in the morning. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And the map book. Okay. Right? Doing that in the morning, yeah, reading yeah, my yeah, affirmation yeah, yeah, and yeah, getting yeah, all that mm-hmm, in me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> so that energy that you got unleashing that energy. Trust me. After the gym, yeah. everything I soak in just mm. it just just goes in. Okay. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's yeah. just I like like I said, reading and then getting that knowledge and applying it. Mm-hmm. I've seen the the difference. Yeah. And it's it's just hard to wake up later and still get as much done. Mm-hmm. Right and. You know, throughout the week, if you just get four hours every day extra, every yeah. day, it compounds, right? Yeah. The compound effect. Yeah. That's yeah. another book. Okay. Compound effect. Um, it's, it's, you just start to see the, the trend, right? Mm-hmm. I'm all about trends. Like, I want to see progression. Yeah. I, I understand that it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Right? So, I feel like when I, when I started to see that progression, I wanted to do it more. It became addictive. Mm. So, now, like, my body, when I get out of bed, it's yeah. like, I'm not even, like, thinking. It's okay. just... It's just like, it's like automatic. The, yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah, the motions yeah, yeah. are happening. Like, I'm just, I get up, I get ready, I have my coffee, I have my, I drink my tea, I do whatever I need to do. I get to the gym. Everything is like on auto mm, autopilot. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and the reason, yeah. and the funny part is, the the reason why I take that Instagram pic, it's not even about letting people know that I'm going to the gym. It's accountability. It's a habit. Yeah, 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 I need that. Yeah. Like my mind needs yeah. to get to that place. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. when you wake up, you're like, man. Do I really want to get up? Mm. And sometimes it's winter. Mm. Think about like the yeah, snow's yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. I gotta brush my car off. Uh-huh. I gotta put on snow boots. I gotta get ready. It's uh-huh. freezing outside. Uh-huh. I got the car warm. Uh-huh. You start to tell yourself all the reasons why you shouldn't go, mm. and then and then you don't. 
and then one day goes after and then another day and then after it just starts to build up and you just never see yourself there again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so for me i've come to the point now that it's literally on autopilot mm-hmm. like when i don't go for one or two days yeah something feels off yeah yeah like yeah, really yeah. really off mm-hmm. and then i'm like okay so i gotta refocus i gotta get back in there mm-hmm. even on vacation bro uh-huh. i have to make sure there's a there's a there's a way to incorporate working out on my a vacation. vacation yeah yeah that's nice, nice it's it's to me, it's part of me, are, part of yeah, me yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, work. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely a therapeutic thing, nice, too. Nice, nice, Therapeutic nice, for nice, real. Nice. And I think the discipline that I have in the gym is why I feel like I've been able to, you know, grow my business and mm-hmm. grow my career mm-hmm. is because it seeps into other areas mm-hmm. of your life, yep, right? It's, for sure. Physique is good and, you know, present yourself, yeah. being able to, you know, because it's, it's hard work. Yeah, it's exactly. not easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think you get a little bit of, like, um, just a little bit of... Um, I think for me, the the fact that I'm so disciplined, I think it's a, it shows outwardly towards like my clients and people that see that yeah. this guy's serious, yeah. this guy's disciplined. Exactly. So if I work with him, yeah. Yeah. there's a high probability I might be successful yeah. at this because yeah. Yeah. he seems to be on point yeah. all the time exactly. doing things yeah. in a very structured mm-hmm, way, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's what finances is about. It's very black and white in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like it's one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. if it's it's very strategic and mm-hmm. planned and if you just incorporate those things, yeah. you can be successful. So I think that's why I go to the gym. I think yeah. it's more of like, it's therapeutic. Mm-hmm. It, it, it adds the discipline layer to it because mm-hmm. of, you know, pushing weight. Yeah. Why are you putting your body through that? <laughs> like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, why? Right? And it's like, well, for me, mm-hmm. and I, I said it out loud one time, I was like, well, I look at it like, as I push this weight, it's like, okay, if I could do this, then I can do that mm-hmm. hard thing that I don't want to do. Like, yeah. whether it's learn this new software program yeah, or yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to, I don't know, cut my grass or something's like minuscule mm-hmm. and you're like, mm-hmm. I, I can get this all done. Mm-hmm. I'm in the gym, I'm pushing weight, I'm putting my body through this. Mm-hmm. If I can do this, I could probably do all the, all the other things I want to do in life too. You know? Yeah, that's deep, man. That's deep. That's for sure not because, yeah, like... When we when we see uh, the six a.m. Po- I'm expecting to see it. You know what I'm saying? I just so, and that's what it is, right? Because and 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 that is something that's big. And even with the Create Wealth Network, that's why we have a network and we post. You know, when we read our map book, because that accountability, although you're sending it out, it's really on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're really you're, even though I'm saying like, yo, where's Jeff? It's six o'clock. <laughs> you know, but you know that at the same time. That's an extra booster to get you up because you know, yo, yeah, I know everyone checking if I'm at the gym. I'm at the gym. You look at the time. I'm at the gym, right? And, and it's time. on you. Every Even though you're putting time. it out and, and that energy, you know, that you're putting out there, you know, you're giving it to us too. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, I need to step it up. Everyone's, even Ian, I was talking to Ian the other yeah. day. He's like, yo, you see Jeff? He's at the gym every day. Yo, he motivates me, you know? Every day, every morning, he's doing his push-ups, you know? But that's what I'm saying. It, it, you're, you're expanding that. That's a oh, form man. of contribution, you know what That's I mean? a beautiful thing. Mm. You know? I, if, that, if that helps, if that's what it does, yeah. I love it. Because, so you didn't even realize that. I'm uh, like, yeah, man, that's what it's doing, man. I, everyone sees it. That's yeah, still, yeah, yeah, six yeah, days, yeah. seven days, like yeah. no days off is real. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you had Aaron on the on the on yeah. the on the podcast, and yeah. him too. Me and him always like if I see him at six a.m. because you know he goes in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. when I see that, I'm like, all right, cool. I know tomorrow I'm gonna be up before him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's nice, so nice, nice, It's like nice, a healthy nice. competition. Yeah, in that for fact sure. That like sure. we're pushing each other, mm-hmm. continuing to like grow. Right, we're trying to grow. So, so let's talk about that in real life because yeah. that's what we need to do in real life push each other to grow you know mm-hmm. what i mean and you know that's that's pretty much what's happening i'm seeing it happening and it's amazing you know but i want you to go more into that like why is it important for us to support each other 
and for us to push each other. Um, I think as a community, it's good that, you know, you can, because it's not a one-man thing. Like, mm-hmm. anyone that's successful had a community pushing them up, right? Mm-hmm. Pushing people up. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you have someone that's in the community growing, building a business, trying to provide jobs, trying to provide resources, a, a quality product, we got to support each other yeah. in that venture because, you know, if we don't do that, that, that person won't be successful and ultimately won't be able to be a resource to the mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. I look at myself... And the way that I pour into myself is that I'm trying to pour into myself so I become valuable to the community, mm. right? Be someone that can lead and, and provide some type of resource or some type of product or whatever it may be in a positive sense, yeah. right? That's going to push someone or uh, a group individually together to push us like forward, right? Yeah. Because I find, you know, there's, there's so much things that can hold us back. Yeah. And if we don't push ourselves mm-hmm. to grow, learn, mm-hmm. put ourselves in uncomfortable positions, like, mm-hmm. you know, even doing this podcast like this, this, yeah. is, this is probably like maybe my fourth or fifth okay. one. Okay. So I've done different podcasts. Yeah. And the first one, I was super uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> I was not this comfortable, but nice. you kept doing it. You yeah. keep growing. Yeah. And that's, that's the growth that you mm-hmm. want, right? Put yourself in, in situations that allow you to force yourself to grow. grow yeah. And it happens in the gym, too. You first yeah. you lift maybe 45 pounds you're like wow mm-hmm. this is super super heavy mm-hmm. maybe two months go by you're at 50 pounds like yeah. whoa yeah this is not even that heavy yeah, anymore yeah, and then yeah, before yeah, you know yeah. you're at 70 80 pounds mm. and that correlates to everything yeah you yep. start out it's tough mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're dragging your feet a little yeah. bit like you're not really mm-hmm. moving the way you you did in other areas of your life where you felt like you were comfortable and mm-hmm. now you're in a different space mm-hmm. and i think that is ultimately what allows for growth is just being uncomfortable wow. being uncomfortable having to maybe focus a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. I think when you're uncomfortable, you have this, like, I don't know if it's a chemical reaction, but you're a little bit nervous, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not sure. Yeah, so right. when you're nervous, you're, you're, very, you're heightened. Like, yeah. you want to, like, know what's going on. You want to yeah. make sure that you don't slip up or mm-hmm. embarrass yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, you're very attentive. Mm-hmm. When that energy comes, mm-hmm. I try to utilize that. Okay, so now how much, how much knowledge can I obtain now? Like, mm-hmm. I want to I soak it all in because yeah. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm yeah. trying to focus. I'm trying to grow. So... I think that's something that I pay attention to is like your how your body reacts to these certain environments mm-hmm. and and then mentally like act like turning on that light like okay focus Jeff like yeah. this important this is important mm-hmm. this is important make notes because mm-hmm. everyone has a way of learning too right yeah. some people write some yeah. people are visual yeah. I'm a writer and mm-hmm. a visual so that's kind of how you you have to like home in on that like yeah. what is what works for you yeah. to 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 provide you an environment that growth will happen mm-hmm. and then as you have that growth you use that growth to support other things that are going on and, and everyone everyone's growing so as everyone's growing everyone's thinking uh, jay-z has that line when you say uh, no one will fall because everyone will be each other's crutches mm-hmm. right you know what i mean so everyone's growing and everyone's strong so no one can really fall because you're 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 strong too so you can hold them up you know what i mean and you know so that and that's a big line right now and, and definitely something that we need to keep doing and you know keep growing so i you know, honestly you shared so many gems today i appreciate <laughs> it you know what i mean um but yeah and plug in like you know because all the, a lot of things that you're saying i know a lot of people are not aware of the tfsas and you know the different you know all that you're talking about a lot of different stuff yeah, right and, so. and and there's a lot of people even me in real estate mm-hmm. you know where i have people that say i want to i want to home you know i want to buy a home and after okay what's your credit like what's your thing like and they're not even close to right now to be yeah. able to buy a home yeah. you know so that's where i that's feel you niche. come in that's my niche okay perfect that's so yeah my niche, i i try to prepare clients to the point where they can be viable options and applicants for a mortgage mm. then they can actually go shopping mm. and then i and we we plan it strategically like okay 
your credit score is not like this. Okay, so there's there's tips on how to grow your credit score, like, and we can get into that another time. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can make a jump if mm-hmm. you just systematically give a few tips, pay. man. You know, we got to got You are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the Map Book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus Eleven which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. To get out as much as I can. So honestly, I feel the way I look at credit and, and paying down your debts and stuff like that. I feel like you have to create a habit where you show the banks that you pay a certain amount every time on time, mm-hmm. like effectively, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're in debt, maybe not having the the platinum card or the gold card decreasing to a no value card that has a lower interest. Sometimes it goes from 19% to 12%, mm-hmm. 12.99. So that saves you a hell of a lot of interest mm-hmm. on your payments. So help you get out of debt quicker because. Mm-hmm. When it comes to mortgages, it's all about debt to income ratio. Yeah. So yeah. we're focused on that. Mm. How much income we're trying to grow your income. Mm. So career development. So I try to help clients, whether it's LinkedIn, like it's not necessarily just money focused. Yeah. It's like, okay, like how are you as a whole? Mm-hmm. Right. I focus on career, health, and finance. That's mm. what I tell clients. Okay. So from the career perspective, I'm like, okay, so what what's your trajectory? What what's your lane? What is your what is your objective when it comes to your where are you looking to be in the next five years? And how do we get in contact with people that can sponsor you to get you there? You know, Mm -hmm. people in leadership positions, people in HR. How do Mm -hmm. we get you in front of these people to grow Mm -hmm. within that company or other companies? Right now, it's definitely an employee, I guess, advantage to getting jobs. There's less people that can do the work that's available right now. Mm -hmm. So there's more open positions than people. So we're like, as an individual, you're very, very valuable right now. Mm -hmm. So you can utilize that and leverage that into higher salaries so that you okay. can get into real estate. Okay. And then ultimately from a financial perspective, the, the debt is what holds people back. Mm-hmm. So how do we look at your debt in a position where it'll allow you to grow your, um, your credit score? Maybe getting one of those cards that I believe Capital One and other institutions have where it's like a, a prepaid credit card. Yeah. So the prepaid credit card is one of the first and easiest ways to increase your credit if mm-hmm. it's significantly low. Because mm-hmm. I've worked with clients that are coming out of bankruptcy and mm-hmm. people that are in collections. Mm-hmm. Those are the opportunities too. You have to reconcile all those collection stuff, get mm-hmm. them off of your record as mm-hmm. soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe having an agreement with them that if you pay a certain amount, it will it will come off of your record mm-hmm. and you can go to Equifax and dispute it. Mm-hmm. Those are all things you have to you have to do to get your credit score to jump significantly, okay. right? And I find paying off the debt in a systematic way, we come up with like a debt snowball and one of those strategies where it's like, either you pay the one with the highest interest first or you pay the one with the largest amount mm-hmm. and paying that off one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then as you pay it off, adding that amount that you used to pay on the other one to mm-hmm. your new minimum balance on the next credit. Mm-hmm. So you kind of systematically mm-hmm. go through that mm-hmm. and that helps your credit score jump a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Having these... And being late on payments, whether it's your phone bill, whatever those those monthly bills, mm-hmm. you can't have those be late okay. or, or maybe potentially NSF or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. because you didn't have your money moving around. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So those are all the, the habits that I try to help my clients. So those three things. On. What were the three things? So the three things is 
career, yeah. finance, and health. Okay. So the health is the gym part. And okay, nice. you know, ultimately that comes when people have the ability to invest in their health. Mm. Because if their money's not right, yeah. typically they can't invest in their health, whether it's getting a gym membership, yeah. buying the right food. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things that ultimately help you. Yeah. If you're gonna build wealth and not be healthy, then exactly. what's the point? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The right? point, we gotta take care of it. What's right? the yeah. point yeah. that you're gonna work so hard, 12 mm-hmm. hours, 15 hours, whatever, whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, you're young, you have heart problems or you have high cholesterol, mm. all these things that could ultimately be, you know, mitigated if you just worked out a little bit, even go on walks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fitness is not necessarily having to go to the gym and yeah, pump yeah, weight. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it could be as easy investing in a cycling bike or mm. a treadmill, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that allows you to yeah. get your heart rate up and, mm-hmm. and work a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what I try to help my clients with. Like, okay. So how do we, how do we reach you, man? Plug it in, man. Um, I have my Instagram, first name, last name, Jeffrey Asarifi. Mm-hmm. Um, you can reach at email too. First okay. name, last name at gmail.com. Um, my phone number, 416-873-0170. You can reach out to me, shoot me a text, be like, hey, I saw you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, You're nice. talking about this one concept. I really want to learn more about it. Mm. I'll, and I have my, uh, my link in my IG that allows you to book an appointment. Okay. So you can book a consultation. It's free. It's 45 minutes. We can do you know a top-down assessment and analysis okay. and see exactly where you are and where you want to go. Nice. And are you are you actually trending in the right direction? Mm. A lot of clients tell me they want to retire at 50, 55. Mm. And and if you start thinking about that at 30, it takes a lot more energy and effort to retire early if you don't start the conversation as soon as possible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a lot, a lot, a lot of more people are not retiring early because mm-hmm. they're not planning. Yeah, exactly. Right? So even when retirement comes, they gotta go get a next job and stuff because yeah. Right. I always tell people I might be semi-retired because I, I love what I do. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. might not just literally say I'm not gonna work anymore, yeah, exactly. but I wanna I, I've already come to a plan of how I want to transition. Mm. It's all about transition through these, you know, different yeah. stages in life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I guess having someone there just to coach you through some of these things mm. is never a bad thing. Yeah. You know, it's never never a bad of course, thing. Of course, of so. course. Oh, that's the way to go. Like, you know, mentorship, you know, um, you know, like and even like people love books. That's what books are. It's it's, it's mentorship in a sense because you know, there's information that's out there that you just don't know, you know, and once yeah. you know the information, it take you so far ahead. You know, so I appreciate you, Jeff. You know, oh, I was man. blessed, you know, on the Well Talk. You give a lot of gems. I and that's I what the show's about, man. You know, like giving that out. And we just want to try to get it out there, you know, get it out there. Give those little pieces that someone could just take and run with, you know. It's a beautiful so, thing, man. I appreciate you for, yeah. you know, putting this platform on and allowing me to come on here and share and you know I'm very passionate about this stuff so mm-hmm. I appreciate you you know allowing me to come on here and the map book has just been amazing I can't stress appreciate that enough like I brought it on vacation with me and nice, nice. it's it's just I I we had conversations about it before yeah. and the fact that I, I just, when the year turned on, I was like, okay, I want to add another tool. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Like, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm growing, yeah. but you, like you said, I want to be uncomfortable. This is what's uncomfortable in the yeah. beginning, like being diligently mm-hmm. writing. And mm-hmm. like all of a sudden, you know, I'm at 120 days. I see that? And it went by like this. Yo, like, right, I look back at the book. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, trust I love the monthly. Like okay, the yeah, monthly. Yeah, like I told you, 11, the focus yeah, 11, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 I look yeah, at yeah. back at the first, what, four months mm-hmm. and the, the contributions I mm-hmm. did and the things mm, that nice. I, I did with family mm. if i didn't write it down bro i don't know what if i would have did it uh, yeah for sure i don't for know sure. if i percent yo that alone that trust me that alone trust makes me. and those experiences it, those experience and that's what it is like you know with the create wealth network you know when people think wealth the first thing they think is financial 
right? Because like you said, that's yeah. what, of course, we need, we need money because that's the exchange, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, with the Focus 11 and the whole concept of that is to let you understand that financial is one part of your life, but there are other parts of your life, you know, and it's, it's about getting that experience of wealth is well-being, wealth is feeling good. So those experiences that you get to do and, and make you feel good, you know, that's where you get wealth, you know? So uh, I'm a big proponent of that. Focus yeah, man. 11, man. It changes. Yeah, nice. It's a game nice. changer, man. Okay. I, 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 if there's anyone that listens to this podcast and you're like, man, I feel like sometimes I don't feel balanced. Because mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm just contributing in only one area of mm. my life. I, I feel like I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. That this, this book will just allow you to focus on doing it, mm. right? You know, like, you know what I mean? The yeah. checking yeah, out yeah, and stuff, of course. Yeah, it yeah, matters, yeah, yeah, it yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah, it builds yeah, habits yeah. and I'm a habitual yeah. individual, man. For so sure. like, it, 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 uh-huh. it became such a, uh-huh. it just, it's now in my life. Nice, no, I appreciate that. You know, we have people in year four right now. I've oh, been wow. going on like eight years now. Like Holy just, Yo, man. yeah, because before even releasing it, I had to make sure it worked, you know what I mean? Because yo, all crazy. these things were putting together and then, yeah, like I was just, Going on it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna release this. I'm like, no, I'm not ready yet, you know. And then you know, what I mean? keep going, and then you know, like on a higher part, because you know, you're with the map, but you're going inside. Yeah. You know? So really talking to source, you're talking to God, and and that's the message that was sent. That yo, you gotta release it now, you know. And you know, you just gotta listen to your intuition, listen to your gut, you know, and got it out. And yeah, I'm so I'm so grateful, you know, that you know the people who are using it, you know, they're seeing the effect of it, right? So. You know, it's, and thank you for sharing your experience too, because I think that's one thing that is making some people hesitant, just don't know what to expect from it, right? And you know, and you just shared some more, and I and I appreciate. It. And that's what it's about, man. Honestly, let's connect, let's grow. You know, God Beautiful, bless you, man. brother. Appreciate I appreciate you, man. You, man. Oh, thank yes, you, sir. thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, yes, on, yes, yes. Appreciate this platform, like I said, and keep doing this, keep growing. Maybe you might feel like not enough people are seeing this, mm-hmm. but people are always watching. Oh, for sure, for people sure. And you're always welcome too, brother. You're yes. always welcome. So, you know, we want to see you come on here more, more times. And, you know, even with this too, like I said, like all these this equipment's for the wealth creators. So like, mm-hmm. even if you know, like we could do podcasts to get a group of people, like, you yeah, know, the yeah, resources yeah. are there. Yeah. The contribution, man, like, you know, I just want to contribute and see how I could, you know, help others and, you know, and vice versa. You get what I'm saying? energy comes back. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a universal thing. I for totally sure, man. That, man. All right. Well, top podcast. That's what it is. <laughs>